I never liked mirrors. The elevator doors opened, and I couldn't escape seeing my own reflection in front of me. It was impossible to avoid. Fifty-fourth floor. My eyes met those of a man without a beard, of a woman without charm. Large stature, powerful jawline. Me, a pointed nose, thin lips. I moved forward, smiling to reveal my false gold tooth. Its original luster was well tarnished. I needed to change it. My eyes, I never really knew the color of them. Neither blue nor green nor brown. Jerza, as it is called in the language of my people, Pashto. 47th floor. I stepped back. Age had altered my strength as a man. My lumberjack arms remained. My shepherd legs. The stoutness of a healthy Afghan. What would they think of me down below? I was intimidated. This rich hotel, this conference filled with important people. It was said that Michelle and Hillary would be there. Mrs. Obama and Mrs. Clinton. It made me laugh anyway. What was I doing there? 35th floor. I was wearing a black turban with thin white stripes on my head, and some locks of gray hair had escaped. A beige shalwar kameez, a jacket without sleeves made of gray wool. My men's uniform. Masculine shoes, those of a stranger, of a westerner. I have dressed this way for nearly forty years, since I decided to be a bacha posh, a woman dressed as a man. Thirty-first floor. Was it this outfit that had led me there, to the heart of the United Nations, among women from all over the world chosen to receive the award for most courageous women of the world? And to think that three months ago I had never heard of March 8, Women's Day. This was all because of Shakila. She came to find me during a seminar at Kabul. We thought of you, Ukmina. You were chosen to represent Afghanistan. If you want, you can join the delegation that will go to New York for March 8th. This was in January. I thought about it and agreed. Anything that talks about my people is better than nothing. I had the right to be accompanied, to bring someone of my choice, someone who spoke English. My husband, for example. But I was not married, and no one understood this language in my family. I almost refused the invitation then. I was scared, I admit. Me, Ukmina, the one who had fought the Russians the one who shook the hand of President Karzai. All of a sudden, I was returning to my former life. I was just an illiterate peasant from southern Afghanistan, a Pashtun without a destiny. But then I thought about Badgai, who lit up my life, who in her men's garb transgressed the laws, clothing, and fears. And so I got on the plane. But to be honest, 
I was still nervous. I was going so far, I told myself. There would be all of these women who had certainly done incredible things in their lives. And me, what was I going to say? I made myself sick with these thoughts. I had a fever for many days before my departure. The plane ride was horrible, a nightmare. It was long, and I could not understand anything. We landed in Washington, and then took off again for New York. And then I was there, in the elevator. Twelfth floor. A man entered, western, handsome in his gray suit. He looked at me, surprised. I saw that he did not know with whom he was dealing.